down your baby and pick up a beer. Dad Jokes is back with a brand new episode. I'm Jerry, joined here by Brandon, and you're listening to the podcast of two dads going through the journey of fatherhood while you all listen to us go through it. Uh, Brandon, what's going on, my friend? We got a trip coming up, the two of us, but uh, we got we got another night before we hit uh, the hit the road and get some relaxation. Well, that's a lot of what's going on, Jerry, is preparing for the trip. Once we finish recording, I still have some packing to do. I've been feeling great for weeks, and then all of a sudden, beginning of this week, my sinuses started uh, kicking in, so you might hear that in my voice a little bit. And I'm hoping that it's all over by tomorrow because the last thing you want to do is be under the weather on vacation. So um, we're gonna we're gonna make it a good a trip one way or another. Yes, yes, a much needed trip. We're getting away for a few days. It's a it's a work trip, but it's a fun work trip. So that's exciting for for both of us. We're excited for that. Uh, before we get into what's been going on with us, though, it's Dad Jokes the podcast, but we also like to share some dad jokes. Brandon, you gonna lead us off, or you gonna defer to second this week? Let's let him wait for the best joke, Jerry. So you can Are go you ahead. You gonna go first defer? This week. You never defer. Okay, here we it's go. It's like it's so like Brandon, Madden. <laughs> My joke is similar to one you've said before, but I don't believe you said this one. I think you said one similar to this. And it's it's probably PG-13. I, I guess I would call it that. You ready? I bet I've said it before. But go ahead. I'm waiting with bated breath, or what breath I have. <laughs> Brandon, how does a rock pee? How does a rock pee? I don't know, you jabroni. <laughs> It Dwayne's his Johnson. <laughs> oh, so I was close. <laughs> kind of. It Dwayne's uh, du- du- his Johnson. I haven't said that. It took me a no, second. No, you said to, something like, about rock bottom with with uh, <laughs> with the, with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Hey. So yeah, Dwayne's his Johnson. I thought that was funny. I'm gonna give so. I'm gonna give you credit. That is hilarious. <laughs> you, that might win like for the last few weeks. That's, that's that one. Funny. That one's one of my. I've, I've heard it before, but it's been a long time, and that one uh, is definitely one of my one of my favorites. So that was a good one. So we started. Well, with my that brain went to the right the right place because I went. I called you a jabroni, which is which was one of his taglines when he was wrestling. But I didn't quite put that together. That was funny, legitimately. It, it, I had a delayed reaction to that, but it was pretty good. There we go. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but Brandon, what's been going on with you this past week uh, and in the Banks household? Well, I think part of uh, you and I's update is going to be very similar because Peyton and Bryce had a play date uh, over the weekend, they did. Uh, which was this was fun. Um, it's always interesting because I don't see Bryce interacting with kids a ton, and when I do, it seems like something new picks up or I pick up that he does. Um, but they played great together. Mm-hmm. Um, he he, uh, I'm always worried about like if he's gonna like. Because he's he's a little bit bigger than her right now, and I, I'm worried about. In previous times, he's a little handsy, and I think you pointed this out while we were watching him. But there's a big difference, even though they're two and a half, three months apart. It's a big difference in like a three to six month old versus uh, like a seventeen month to twenty month old, and yep. that they're a lot closer in size and their abilities right now than, than they have been previously. So, um, that was, that was a ton of fun. Appreciate you opening up your, your Peyton's playroom and Bryce went in there and 
pulled everything out he possibly could, and then we left and let you guys to pick it all up. So that was super. That was super fun. We can do it again at your house if you want. To. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there you go. But other than that, he's been. I mean, he had a good time there. He's been outside like all day, every day. Weather's been nice. He's uh, he's really starting to get a tan. Um, so you're seeing the, the the father side of the family come out a little bit, um, and and for the most part, he's been sleeping through the night really well. So um, not a ton to update. He's the he's the happy go lucky kid who's still throws some random tantrums. We he you don't uh you tell him no. Uh, but other than that, he's he, that's that's 10% of the time. The other 90%, he's the sweetest, sweetest little kid I know. Yeah, no, that that play date was 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 fun. It's funny. I was kind of anxious to see how she'd do too. She's she's been in a lot more social gatherings, I guess, lately, and I've been a part of some of them. But one on one, I don't see her very often, you know. So um, early on, she was definitely shy and uh, kind of hesitant, but uh, she definitely opened up and. I think you got to see. Oh yeah, how, how she can be crazy. She can be crazy. She, she was fun. And, uh, I think she was more hesitant they, towards me than Bryce. If anything, she well, was that, intrigued cool by part, him the entire time. Yeah, she was. They, the cool part too is like Macy asked me afterwards because she was at work. She's she's like, were they just you know playing and like parallel playing or were they playing together? And I was like, kind of both. You know, they they do their own thing, but they'd also kind of play together or see what the other one was up to, um, which was cool because sometimes kids that age just kind of do their own thing. Uh, but they they actually seemed genuinely interested in one another, and but not in like a, I want that toy, give me that toy type of way. And actually, they were they were pretty good with each other, pretty much the entire time. Um, and you got to experience Peyton's new favorite pastime, which is is hide and seek. She she loves some hide oh, yeah. and seek, and so um, she was actually playing with Emmy right before bed today. She thinks it's it's hilarious. So um, she has fun with that. She was having fun with you. And, uh, and she just cracks, she cracks up at it. So that was, that was cool. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a good time. And, and it's funny. She's been pretty, pretty darn good lately when I'm home, but she has been, I guess for mom, not so great lately. Mom's had a tough time the last couple of weeks. Um, she's very, very attached to mom. And if mom's not holding her or paying attention to her, like a hundred percent, uh, Peyton seems to be losing her mind a little bit if it's just her and mom. So that's been, it's probably good. This vacation's good for mom more so than, than just me because she's definitely like today was a rough day. I guess when I was at work, she's, she's just super clingy towards mom lately and mostly just wanted to her and Macy not now if I'm home, she's usually pretty good. Um, another thing you got to experience Brandon is her favorite things lately are to answer questions by saying, um, and then saying, the words I go or we go or go and then just a bunch of gibberish. But she does and the, the same thing. Yeah, the eye roll. She goes, um and then she just will be like, I yeah, so she likes to say I got to go now too. Like she today she kept saying, I got to go. I'm like, gotta go where? I don't know where we gotta go, but so those are those are her new favorite sayings is I gotta go and she loves um, which I don't know where she picked up on it, but it's great. And she gives you an eye roll when she says um every single time. So <laughs> Well, that's, you just said you don't good. know where you, she picked up on it. And one thing that came of that is I've, I've never tried to get Bryce to share something with someone before. I, I've always been like, let me see that. There's a couple times he like will play with a ball. And I just, this is the fun part about the age you're at too. Because they pick up on stuff that you don't even realize they are. 
Mm-hmm. And I asked him, hey, Bryce, can Peyton see that or share that with Peyton? And he, walk, he would walk over. Now, sometimes he'd try to hand it to her. Sometimes he'd look at her and, like, throw it on the ground uh, <laughs> in front of her. But the the point was still the same. And it, that was something that jumped out of me because I've, I've never put him in that position before. It was, yeah, he it comprehended was cool. it for sure. He he definitely yeah. – he uh, he understood, and he even knew like where she was and where I was, which is which is which is good. So um, he he did great, and and he wasn't shy at all, which is great too. When he came over, he was he was right away cool with playing with the toys and yeah. and, and not and not super shy, which is which is what you which is what you want from a kid. So that was that was cool in the new surrounding. Yeah, at some point uh, we're gonna have to teach them stranger danger, but y'all y'all aren't strangers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then uh, the last couple things I would say is is uh, napping kind of goes along with what I was just talking about. When I'm home, great. When mom's home, she's having a terrible time trying to get her to nap lately. So I think it's all part of the 18-month sleep regression thing still going on. But mom's definitely struggled with that. And then, uh, you know, with us going on vacation, uh, which I'll, we'll get more into probably in the next podcast episode, but... Uh, obviously we're getting ready to have the house ready and everything ready for grandma and grandpa to watch her for a few days. So it'll be fun to see how she does with grandma and grandpa for, for a few days in a row. Uh, I think this will be the longest they've ever had her because the last time we were away for a little bit, I think her, my mother-in-law and my mom kind of split time. So this will be a good experience for both Peyton and for, for uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law. So I'm excited for them. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun and a lot of work at the same time. Yeah, it's definitely the longest that either I or Kelsey are going to be gone together without seeing Bryce. So that's going to be uh, – normally if, if one of us has any kind of trip, the other one is, is at home. So uh, that's going to – it is going to be tough, but we're excited about it too. For sure. Well, Brandon, I know before the um, we got on for the podcast, you said you had a piece of baby gear to go over this week. I have one as well. What What's your piece of baby gear for everyone listening? So you're probably going to start sensing a theme with my pieces of baby gear, and it's based on what Bryce is really loving to do right now, and that's push and pull things around. Um, so the Fisher Price Corn Popper is a uh, basically it's, it's a little handheld, I don't know, toy that has two wheels, and um, at the end of those two wheels are there's like a a dome with little balls that basically pop up as you uh, as you roll it around. Um, so that's a, that's a recent toy that he's gotten because he's pushing and pulling everything um, around. So, so super super cheap in my opinion for what you get is is thirteen fourteen bucks. Um, sometimes you can find it on sale for even less than that, uh, and it's it's been working out for him so far. Well, Brandon, I'm I'm gonna try to not look that up because last time you went over a piece of baby gear, you went over a bubble lawnmower. And I ended up with one in my house. <laughs> now the hey. good news is I did not purchase it, and neither did Macy. Um, it was actually a gift, <laughs> ironically, from my mom. She just bought it and had it sent to the house, so I didn't even know she was doing that. I asked her if she is had. Is she it, listening to the podcast, or is that no, just random? No, she. I don't think she was. It. I think what happened is I asked her if she had one from when my nieces and nephews were little, because I remember seeing it. And she's like, yeah, I have it at the house. And I was like, okay, cool. And I think maybe she didn't find it or something because she ended up sending one to us or maybe theirs was old. But we got that and Peyton played with it a little bit. She's kind of unsure about it. I think she's she doesn't really understand what the bubbles are yet. But she I liked mean, you it. Have she to wasn't, de- like, you have to demonstrate. Oh, I oh, did. Bryce hates, just for the record, Bryce hates the bubbles on that thing. He absolutely okay. hates the bubbles on it. He, <laughs> he likes 
the fact that his papa is doing is doing the okay, same thing that he's lot. doing. Yeah. At the, so yeah, sense. it's become a weekly thing. They did it. They did it again. My dad is legitimately cutting the grass, and then he just That's has awesome. Bryce out there and watching him with one. When I so hopefully he knows how to cut in straight lines, and I can uh, get him started go. on the lawn care business in the early. next couple of years. Peyton yeah. likes to wave when I mow the lawn because I have like a tractor. She likes to wave. Every time I want, I go by, so she's she's interested in the lawnmower too. But I don't think in doing it, just watching me do it. So that was good. But um, my piece of baby gear this week, Brandon, is actually something you saw at my house, and I realize I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast. But we have something in our house. Um, it's called a growth chart. But basically, it's a plank that you put That's on your wall, cool. and it tracks height. You know, and um. A lot of people have probably seen people do it on actual walls where they make these planks out of wood that measure it so that if you do move or want to move it from one room to another, you know, you can take it with you because you can just basically use like that 3M tape or whatever and put it to the wall or even put it on a hook and then take it off. Um, They sell them everywhere. Ours is from Etsy. You can get kind of a custom made one. It's got your last name on it or it says a family saying has pictures i mean you can get them anywhere from 20 to 100 dollars. but etsy's got tons of them we bought ours there um and it's it's super super cool uh we've obviously we do it we did one for peyton's first birthday but we're going to do it every year and then all the kids that we end up having will be on it so i think that'll be really cool for us especially as they get older and older one thing i will point out because i've seen lots of these randomly they don't start at zero they start at six inches almost all of them so you have to make sure it's six inches off the ground which i have no idea why it just seems dumb to me but maybe because some people want to put them on um, walls that have trim that's the only thing i can think of it's probably got to be something to do with that but be careful that you don't put it to the ground because your measurements will be all off so make sure you do that right but that's something that we have in our basement and uh like i said i i know that's I mean, it was kind of a big deal when Peyton turned one and it'll be exciting as they get older and they start to like realize what it is and measure themselves against their heights at certain ages and stuff like that. So that's a, that's a cool thing you can get. I know, like I said, Etsy has them, but you can probably find them anywhere. I mean, they're, they're very, very common. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is order that and then I'm going to go off of Bryce's one year appointment with his doctor and mark that off since we're behind, behind the eight ball a little bit. So um, think, think, think on your feet, dads, because uh, I that's just thought smart. about that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's it, actually uh, a good idea. That, that you should work. Know and and then you still have that kind of memory keepsake, you know. That, yeah. That you get for any brothers or sisters that come, and we already have that, and he's gonna be like, "How come I don't have a, a one year?" Exactly. Right. No, we're gonna we're gonna fake it. <laughs> there you go. Well, it won't really be fake. It just won't be using you doing it yourself it'll be off of actual measurements it'll probably actually be more and jerry you're, ta- you're talking about other kids and stuff like that and it just got me thinking about the fact y'all about to have one in like less than two months we're, or we're close to that point and i want to no, know what the than, heck it's, your kids it's like a month we're, we're, we're like almost exactly is, a month away y'all, yeah, y'all keeping exciting. this a secret i will tell you brandon this is kind of something i didn't go over but macy just had another appointment and um, the, the doctor said, you know, that baby's huge, right? <laughs> so that's one. That's what you want to hear from the doctor. <laughs> um, but they also told Macy that they would induce her at 39 weeks if she wanted. Uh, I don't think that's the way we're going to go. She's still deciding. Obviously, we'll see how she feels. But I thought that was interesting because we didn't really go through that process or even conversations about that process, the first pregnancy. And I know you guys kind of did, but that's kind of where we're at. But, yeah, I think she's getting a little freaked out. Macy, that be, being her, um, 
because uh, people keep commenting on how big the baby is and and it legit is a big baby like if you see the measurements as of right now so um hopefully you know everything's good but we'll we'll see what happens as we get a little bit closer she's definitely got some uh discomfort earlier this time than she had last time so um we'll see what she looks like it'll be funny if she's quite a bit different than than Peyton is so we're excited for for sure but we're yeah we're almost exactly a month away just over a month away from uh our due date so that'll be That'll be exciting for sure. It's getting it's a month getting a away from wreck. baby Patricia. <laughs> Patricia. Oh, Patricia, that's my mom's Patricia name. Ann Oleski. <laughs> that's my mom's middle name. Oh, that's funny. You don't see many baby uh, Patricias. Uh, no, you don't. Around not anymore. You don't. Um, I can't I think tell you a lot, Brandon, but I can tell you that the baby's name is 1,000% not Patricia. <laughs> I can tell you, you that much at least. You can going. cross that one off. Okay. Uh, but let's get into today's topic, Brandon. And I will be honest with you. I told you this right before we got on, but today's topic kind of, I don't often feel like a not great parent, but it kind of made me feel like a not great parent. So it is not our intention to make any of the dads or moms listening out there feel bad about what they currently do. Cause as Brandon and I are both about to explain, we do not follow what people say you're supposed to do. Um, so what we're going to talk about is TV time and children, most specifically younger children and what they say you should do. Uh, what are some side effects or some possible negative effects if you don't follow the rules and then some tips and tricks maybe on how to help limit that time. Um, but before we get into that, I, I will, I will just start out by saying that Peyton's 17 months old and she pretty much will watch in the morning, we'll watch TV for a little bit. I would say maybe for 15 to 30 minutes. First thing in the morning while she's drinking milk, having breakfast. And then she typically will watch a little bit of TV at night, um, right before bed maybe if we're trying to eat and she just got done eating and she's kind of being crazy. And then, you know, obviously random times throughout the day, it'll happen or it won't happen. So we don't super limited we don't just let her watch tv all day long we don't like you know sit down and watch watch tv all the time or have her watching movies or having tablets and stuff but she gets a decent amount of screen time um and typically it's cartoons or mickey mouse or something educational but not always you know sometimes it's disney movies too nothing nothing bad but um that's kind of what we do brandon i don't know before we go into what the experts say um what your guys's kind of experience has been with tv time uh, it, it really depends on the morning. Um, some some mornings, I, I'd say two two or three mornings out of the week, um, as as Bryce's mom is finishing getting him ready, she'll bring him into the room where I am. Um, and while I'm getting ready, the Elmo will be on and Miss Rachel will be on. And you're talking the same time frame, maybe half an hour at the most. Um and the, but the in in the afternoon slash evening, he probably it, it once again it depends on the day. It actually more than anything it depends on his mood. Um, if he's he's fairly good at independent play. Um, if he's if he's doing that well, and not being an annoying twenty month old, <laughs> uh, and people might take exception to me saying it like that, but that's really that. That has a lot to do with if that if that TV turns on or not for periods of time. Because as a parent, and I might be jumping the gun a little bit, and we'll get to the experts in a second, but um, Miss Rachel is the greatest babysitter we can have for a 15, 20-minute stretch mm-hmm. if we need it. And 
we absolutely take advantage of that when when we need to. Uh, luckily, we, we've been conscious of this from the beginning, so it's not something where we're just using it to to have it have her or Sesame Street watch our kid. But it's it's definitely a tool that we use if if dishes need to be done and he's not trying to let that happen on his watch. If the if it, if we need to vacuum upstairs or do anything like that. Um, we definitely use a TV to do that. Um, so I'd say a safe number is 45 minutes to an hour, um, a day maybe. Um, it, it's probably more like four or five days a week that that happens. Yeah, and and like you said, it's his tool. I know for us, um, Frozen or Elsa is a cheat code. So sometimes when Peyton's being hysterical for no reason and nothing will calm her down, that's about the only thing in the world that will calm her down. So... Sometimes a parent, you do what you got to do. The other thing is like right now, obviously Macy's eight months pregnant and sometimes Peyton just wants to be picked up or carried around and I'm not home. Well, that's tough on Macy. She's sore. She's tired. She can't do that. Well, sometimes the only way she can get her to calm down is again to put on Elsa and good or bad. Peyton's a kid. If you turn something like that on, she'll watch it and she'll watch it until she's done and then she'll go usually play you know, away, like, but it calms her down, you know, um, that, but like you said, it it is a tool. And I, again, when I say it's the only thing, it's about the only thing that'll calm her down sometimes. So, uh, but to get into the experts, there there is one other thing I didn't mention with with how we use it and it's in the car. Um, if there, if there is, uh, a time with you can tell kind of when Bryce is going to be moody in the car. And so I have a I have a secondary work phone. Kelsey has an iPad, uh, and we we definitely are at the ready, able to to put that on. Especially if it's a longer car ride. I'm sorry. Sometimes music doesn't work. Actually, I'm not sorry. Just so y'all know. <laughs> but sometimes sometimes music doesn't work. You can sing all day long, and if the last thing you want to hear for a 45 minute car ride is a kid screaming in the back. Um, mm-hmm. so we, we've definitely utilized that uh, on car rides as well. There, there's an attachment, um, to his mirror or right underneath his mirror where we can, we can hook up a phone or a tablet. Huh? We, we have not used it in the car. Not that I'm against that by any means, but we just, I, we just have Peyton done scream in the car. Be. She's actually typically pretty good in the car. Now her sister, AKA the dog is horrific in the car so if i could get her to quiet down with some tv i would do that because raja's got to be the worst dog in the history of mankind and cars not in like a scared way in like uh she's so excited to be in the car she will happy cry for two hours straight if if she's going somewhere and not there yet so well i'm gonna one up you because one one of kelsey's siblings has a dog that every time they drive up to michigan pukes in the car Every time. Okay, yeah, that's worse. On the way there, that's way worse. on the way back. I'll take the crying over that. Yeah. But sometimes the I crying know. gets Peyton to cry, which is a double whammy then. You got kids screaming and dogs screaming. But, Brandon, to get into the experts, since we've kind of alluded to some of this, but basically we're going to talk about what, and when I say experts, I mean like different websites that are well-trusted, um, like the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psych- Psychiatry, Psychiatry, sorry, I got to say that word right. That's one of the things I've looked at. And then kidshealth.org is another site I looked at. Uh, MayoClinicHealthSystems.org is another site I looked at. HealthyChildren.org. Uh, all those different sources kind of all say the same thing. 
And pretty much what they say, just to start out with the big whammy, Brandon, is that kids either under two or under 18 months, one of the two, should have zero. And I mean, yes, they say zero screen time. They The one caveat is they do say if you're like FaceTiming grandparents or something, that that's okay because they're talking with you and kind of talking with someone else. But if not, they don't want you to have any screen time. And again, two years, some say 18 months, um, but 18 months at the youngest. And obviously Peyton's just 17 months, so we've we've for sure broken that. Um, but that's kind of what the experts say in that regards. The reasons for that is if you don't follow that, they say it can have some negative lasting effects such as delayed speech, anger issues, sleeping issues, growth issues, um, and then just brain development issues, which all sound horrible and scary, you know. Uh, but that being said, too, Brandon, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I know lots of people with kids. I don't know anyone who has kids that kids get zero screen time under the age of two years. I, that's just me personally. Maybe there are people out there, and if there are good for you, I just it's I don't know how possible that is. So, but that's that's kind of what I read for experts under two. Did you kind of see the same thing? Yeah, it's the exact same thing, and some additional reasons um, that and ways or things that they believe that the toddler or baby should do. Basically, one of the, one of the reasons for the negative effects, um, they feel like they can displace other activities. So they're saying that some people, instead of screen time, um, the child should be like playing, exploring, interacting with the caregivers. Um, I've seen instances or, or articles that were talking about if you are going to do a screen time, make sure that the parent is active with the screen time with the child. Um, so you're, you are like if I use Miss Rachel as an example, if we're calling out colors, the parent is calling out colors, stuff like that. Um, and all that is fine and, and good. And there is legitimate research that goes behind these articles. Um, there was there was a case study. Um, in, in China where they took uh, kids who were basically learning the same material. One was with humans teaching it. The other was with um, basically learning on a screen. And the, the, the babies and kids, um, after a period of time who were, who were learning in person, retained the information a, a lot more uh, and a lot better than the ones who uh, were on the screen. But I think a big thing with this at least this is complete opinion uh is is if you're using that as like a big crutch um because if i'm looking at from like an independent play that's something that bryce is doing in our case 90 percent of the time but if if he's throwing a tantrum and there's no way to get him to calm down um sometimes that distraction is is, is helpful for everyone involved <laughs> which which mean mom and dad as well yeah, and, and I think that that's a good point. I think the other thing, too, is like I know for us sometimes the TV will be on or, like, let's say a show's on for Peyton. But, like I said, she has other toys and activities nearby. And often, after a little bit, she'll go do that. So it's like the TV almost, like, calms her, and then she goes and plays anyways. So she's not, like, just sitting there watching the TV or that's – like, if the TV is the only thing they have to do, that, like like I said, that could probably be worrisome. But if you're – have the TV, but there's also, you know, activities such as art activities or independent play toys or, you know, blocks and cones and flashcards, different things that are helping them learn along with that, 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 that helps as well. So 
um, you know, like you said, don't use it as a complete crutch. Um, also, you're talking about experts in the same articles. So when does it change? Okay, over two years of age, kind of into the preschool age, they say no more than an hour a day. And then obviously, as you get older, it can be a little bit more. But we're talking a lot about time. Content's also very important. If you're watching Miss Rachel or you're watching Sesame Street or these different shows, like I know Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, they, they teach stuff too because like, Peyton's watching some of that right now. Those types of things are going to be a lot better because hopefully they're at least teaching some stuff or worst case scenario, there's nothing bad in it. But if you're watching like adult television, that's, that can have some negative effects too. Like you, you got violence or language or, you know... Um, loud noises and anger and stuff, things they don't understand that can cause problems too, especially with speech, they say. So be careful of what you're watching. Like if they're watching TV and it's a kid's show versus if they're watching TV and it's an adult show, those aren't necessarily the same. So it's not just the time, but also what they're watching. Man, that means I can't watch love and hip hop when Bryce is around. (laughs) Maybe not. You can. You just, uh, what about, what about love is blind? Love is blind. Yeah. Well, we got our cameras on right now, so I don't think we can get, we can do the love is blind. Uh, but that's, yeah, I mean, I, you you know what I'm saying though, Brandon. Like content obviously matters, and like you said, like Miss Rachel, like hopefully is teaching him some things, or you know, I don't think it's harming him in any way. But but if you had you know lethal weapon four on or something, yeah. it might be a little different. I I actually think so. Part of the reason that Miss Rachel is what we watch is because Kelsey did a ton of research on the best options if screen time we always looked at it especially in the beginning we 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 absolutely in our minds before we had kids said we won't have any screen time yep, until we did too. he's until he it, it, the, the age was one but we're like we're not gonna screen time until he's one and that ain't happening yo i'm sorry like it, it to to me if you I, I, if i'm just gonna sound like we're throwing a bunch of excuses out there and we probably Maybe we are, are. <laughs> but uh, you got you got two working parents in in a household, and the household has to also function and can't mm-hmm. get run over. There there are you're gonna have fifteen twenty minute pockets that you gotta. Well, you also got um, grandparents watching kids, right? Yeah. We both do. I mean, we can tell grandma and grandpa that you can never put the TV on. I mean, that's that's probably not gonna happen, whether you want it to or not. To no, you know, it's not gonna happen. But one just, one thing you can control is. Uh, as your child gets older, um, trying to focus on what your screen habits are as parents and as adults, because if that's something that you're going to uh, try to enforce as your child becomes kind of conscious, cognizant of what you're doing, um, you don't want to be the the bad example of that either. Who's trying to tell tell the child do as I say, not as I do. So that may mean that when you get home, that the phone needs to get put down you need to enjoy family time that's a, a screenless time or limit the the screens as much as possible uh, and that's something i'm I'm guilty of myself uh, a lot of times because of where we work at most of the time i'm on my phone is for work while i'm at work so i'm catching up on some of the world when i get home it, that's not necessarily necessary especially in front of your kids um so that that's if i'm looking in the mirror something that I, I want to do as Bryce gets older because I, I know I'm not going to want him. He Like you can, and here's a tip within that. If you have kids who are a little bit older, maybe they have their own tablets, phones. Um, I know for a fact on iOS devices, you can limit right in the settings for the kids 
the the amount of screen time that they have. Um, you can also look um, in your general settings at how much time each app is is getting used, and also how much uh, how much time the screen has been on. So if you're if you want to be conscious of that, you can. Now that's a good point, Brandon, because screen time doesn't just mean TV. It means phones. It means tablets, things like that too. So you got to be um, aware of all of that. Uh, and I, one thing I'll, I'll talk about, Brandon, because we're talking about all this and both of us have one kid and it's tough. And we've already told you, like, it's not happening with one kid. I got to imagine with this second one, it's going to be even 10 times harder because before it was just like us being like, oh, we're not going to watch something right now. You know, not only are we choosing it, but now you got to basically tell Peyton she can't watch something, too. I mean, it's going to be even harder. So I guess the one thing there and I haven't lived this yet, but if you have a small, like you have multiple kids and you're more worried about one versus the other, just maybe be aware of where your kids are at, you know? Like, so if you're like in a side room or if you're, you know, you got a TV kind of in one corner versus another place. I don't know. I don't really know what we're going to do. It's just, you got to be aware when you have two that you might be okay with one of them doing it, but not the other one or one more so and the other one less. So you got you well, to at least you purchase draw it out. You purchased a Lusky Manor earlier in the year, so you can just have Macy and the new baby on one side of the manor, and exactly, yeah, you and manor. Peyton can hang out on the other side watching TV. <laughs> well, for the record, the TV that I own in my basement, where I'm at right now, is one that you uh, told me to buy, so... All the hey, screens that TV in the looks house great. Are, that TV looks great down there. It does there. look great. It does look great. And it, it, for the record, that TV covers the entire wall that Jerry is looking at right now. So <laughs> it's a small wall. It, yeah, yeah. It, the the wall is at least seventy-seven wall. inches diagonally across. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peyton does not watch that TV ever. Really? Oh, well, yeah. Jam. I mean, we put movies on down there once in a while, but she she doesn't really watch anything down in the basement because we have a play area down there, which is nice too. Because I can put on something, and and the nice thing too is Peyton is this way at least now. But if I let's say like like when you were over with Bryce, we had like the basketball game. She doesn't care at all about the TV if it's not something that she wants to watch. So that's a good thing for us right now. If it's not like Mickey or like Disney cartoons. She's out, which is good for us, probably. I'm sure she's still hearing it, and there's still stuff there, but she's not trying to watch something that isn't um, related to her. So usually, uh, sometimes I'll put, like, sports. I, I know sports don't have anything bad in it where I'm worried about her scene, so I'll watch sports sometimes when she's playing in her playroom or something like that. Yeah, and it's, it's got to be tough for you because five minutes on that TV probably equates to, like, an hour to two hours of screen time. For, <laughs> it absorbs for at a higher rate. <laughs> and here, here's the other thing. If if you continue you to go TV, <laughs> I don't know. What you're <laughs> Literally, if, if if you continue to do the research and go up in the age groups, like they also have rules for five to between five and seventeen, you're not supposed to have more than two hours of screen time. I'm sorry. When I'm seventeen years old, I was if a basketball you game was on four hours. <laughs> yeah, like. So some of this stuff, and keep in mind, we we are absolutely kind of to a degree we're panning these reports and saying yeah, kind of get bent to a degree. These are based on studies that they've done, so there there is merit there, but they can get bent too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, last thing I kind of go over on this topic, Brandon, is, is if you are concerned about screen time, um, some things you can do to kind of like maybe limit it but not have your kid freak out. 
um, is you, like you mentioned earlier, be accountable. Don't talk about no screen time and then have your phone out or tablet out all the time. Uh, be realistic. Make sure that you're not just going to cut it off. If you've been watching lots of TV, you got to maybe set time limits or certain times of the day where you do it. And then, um, you know, go outside and create other activities that are fun. You know, if, if your your kid's going to be okay, if you're doing something else fun, if it's not involved with the TV. So if you have time, do something fun, do coloring, do art projects, do like sensory things or play with different toys, read books, go outside, go for walks. I mean, there's lots of little different activities you can do that aren't related to being a screen, uh, especially if you're in nicer weather, going outside and being outside the house kind of eliminates those screens to a degree. So those are some things you can do. Um, I think that's the best tip of the day. Yeah. Offer just offer an alternative. I, I believe in that with screens. I believe in that with discipline. If they're doing something you don't want them to do, it's pretty simple. Offer it. Offer an alternative. They're in our cases. They're not necessarily at the age where if that alternative is not offered, that frustration won't follow. So you got to be aware of that as parents. Yeah, and one thing I'll say, Brandon, to end this is the more we do this podcast, the more. I realize that uh, I'm turning into my dad at some times. Because <laughs> I remember growing up, my dad just constantly yelling at us to go outside and to get away from the TV, you know, things like that. And obviously, I'm not doing that to Peyton at 17 months. But, like, in your head, you're like, yeah, just we need, you need your kids outside. You need to get them away from – and it's like you understand now, you know, as a parent. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, kids are going to want to watch TV as, as they get older. They're going to want screen times probably now more than ever. Um, but – create other options for them and then be involved in those other options. Cause I know that's one thing my dad would be like, go outside, but it's like, well, you're not outside, <laughs> you know? So if, but if you're outside doing stuff and you're telling him to be outside, then it's, it's he just don't like want you around him at that point. You, you, he I, heard I your voice disagree. in the back. Honestly, sometimes at work, I'll be wanting to tell you to go outside. <laughs> I feel like you're dead too. <laughs> you come near me. I don't come near you. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Well, Brandon, let's see if you can try to beat my dad joke now, because you did you did say mine was pretty good to start off the show, which usually you don't give me You're, a lot of credit. You had, so a, you had a top-tier joke today, so we, I got some okay. work to do. But Okay. Jerry, what's Shakespeare's favorite streaming service? I want to say Hamlet. I don't know why, but I don't know. Hamlet? That's not a streaming service. I don't know. That's what, it's just right, we're going to start, we're gonna start, we're gonna start over. The next or? time I say this... Don't don't try to guess this. It, okay. it, you may be on to something though. <laughs> so, what is Shakespeare's favorite streaming service, Jerry? To be or not to be? Don't you don't know what to be is, do you? You don't know what to be oh. is. Because the funny part is, I thought that when I first thought, and I'm like, well, that's nothing. All right. Tubi is it like a streaming service, Tubi? Or not Tubi. Tubi. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a streaming service. I just okay. make that up. Well, we don't do a lot of screen time in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that I tried uh, to be topical with my joke, which I've, I've been You've doing been in the last couple of weeks. You've been trying to be topical lately. You have. Yeah. You have been topical, so I'll give you credit for that at least. Uh, the joke was, if anyways, you knew what Tubi was, the joke was funny. It was all right. Even if I knew what it was, it still wasn't Dwayne and Johnson. <laughs> Uh, anyways, if you haven't already, please like all our stuff on social media. Please tell your friends about us. 
give us some pointers, um, ideas, comments, all that kind of stuff. We love hearing. This is one of my favorite episodes we've done, Jerry. You know what's great, Brandon? Because this episode, I believe, is our 79th episode. I think I'm right in that. Which means you know what the next episode is. Top Top 10 episode. Top 5, top 10, which are some of our favorite episodes. If you haven't listened to them before, every 10th episode, uh, we do uh, top 5s of different topics. I do a top 5. Brandon does a top 5. Gives us a top 10. And we do some fun things. We've done... What have we done? We've done games. We've done TV shows. We've done um, activities. Disney movies. Disney movies. Disney songs. I mean, we've yeah. done a lot of different things. It's been it's been fun. So we're going to have my another list has one for been you guys consistently next. better than yours. Eh, I'm pretty sure if we listen back to some, literally on the podcast, you've said, yeah, yours is better than mine. So specifically talking said, about TV I said shows consistent. growing up. I said consistently. I didn't say every time. I said okay, consistently. That is fair. That's fair. The words mean things, Jerry. <laughs> My dad jokes are consistently better than yours. <laughs> That's not true at all. That's not true. Uh, well, anyways, you, until you got next me today, time, because you don't know what Tubi is. Until our next next top ten episode, I'm Jerry, joined here by Brandon, and you've been listening to Dad Jokes. <laughs>